Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. When you walk on wax, you save your floors. The Johnson Wax Program, presenting Marion and Jim Jordan as Fibber McGee and Molly. Ted Weems and his orchestra open the show with Who Put That Moon in the Sky? modern age, smart housewives want newer and easier ways of doing their housework. That's why millions of up-to-date women have become enthusiastic users of Johnson's self-polishing glow coat, the easy-to-use liquid floor polish that requires no rubbing or buffing. Glow coat keeps their linoleum and floors shining like new, protected from dirt and wear, very easy to clean. Why don't you try Johnson's self-polishing glow coat on your kitchen linoleum tomorrow? See the gleaming polish. Then hear the compliments of your family and friends. You'll agree that Glow Coat is a miracle worker, changing dull, attractive, unattractive floors into bright, beautiful floors right before your eyes. Glow Coat is spelled G-L-O hyphen C-O-A-T. Johnson Self-Polishing Glow Coat. an interesting evening for the McGee's. They've received word that they're to be interviewed by a representative of the Combined and Amalgamated Newspaper Association. And here, momentarily expecting the interviewer, we find Fibber McGee and Molly. Well, McGee, you surely dolled up for this interview. What do you mean, dolled up? Why, with your new tie and your shoes shined and that haircut. Oh, <laughs> yes. Even got my pants pressed. Oh. I wondered why you stood up all the way down here in the taxi cab. Oh, well. Pardon me, are you Mr. McGee and Molly? Oh, you betcha, sister. But you'll have to excuse us. We're waiting for an interview. I think I'm the interviewer you're waiting for. I'm Miss Blibbon. Oh, how do you do, I'm sure. (laughs) Uh, Hi, Blib. Got your notebook ready? All set? Well, I was born of rich but honest parents in a little log cabin on Park Avenue. In Peoria. Yeah, I, I was born in Peoria. Don't forget me, McGee. I was born too, you know. Oh. Uh, me and Molly was schoolgirl sweet or schoolboy uh, childhood playthings. Uh, we grew up together. 
It was love at first sight. With Molly, anyway. I ain't so easily convinced. McGee. <laughs> I see. And how did you two first get into radio work? Well, you well, see... Well, Libby, one day at old station WIBO, one of the singers didn't show up and they had to do something. So when the janitor points to a handsome lad sitting modestly on the bench in the studio and says, try him. He can sing. And you were that singer? No, he was that janitor. <laughs> Well, now, if you don't mind, we'll take some pictures. All right, Joe. Oh, oh yes. Uh, my left profile is best, Libby. Barrymore's like me that way. Shall I sit on the piano? Wipe down, you. Huh? A little to the left, Mrs. McGee. Oh, like this? That's it. Now, can you take one now, of me Now, one the sitting m- down, Mrs. McGee. Fine. How about one of me Raise your York? chin a little for this one, Mrs. McGee. Now, face left. Smile. I'm glad you got some of Molly. She shows up good in pictures. <laughs> now, how shall I pose? Hey, Miss Blivens, shall I get one of this guy? Oh, that's Mr. McGee, Joe. Yes, you can take one of him if you want to. Okay. All right, McGee. Now, one of you like you was working hard, see? What's the name? Untie your necktie. It don't untie, it unhooks. <laughs> okay. You ready? Shoot. Here. What's the matter? Ah, what happened? McGee, look what you did to the man's nice camera. Why, I never knew. That's all right, lady. He couldn't help it. Why, no, I A guy looks like he looks, that's all. (laughs) Hey, don't why don't you fix it up so you can take some pictures of Harpo? No, not Harpo. Take Ted Weems and Elmo Tanner and Terry Coleman. Well, you can take Elmo and me if you like, but Terry isn't here. He what? Terry isn't here. He had a chance to make some personal appearances on Monday nights for a while, so I told him to go ahead. Oh, well, he's still with your band, though, isn't he, Ted? Oh, sure. Say, this is serious. I got to do something about this. I'll either have to get another vocalist for a while or sing myself. Get another vocalist, dearie. (laughs) See, I'm awfully sorry, but I must get back to the office with these pictures and the story. Oh, yes, certainly. Well, I didn't finish giving you the interview, sis. I'm just getting to the romantic part. You see, when I took first prize in 1922 at a walkathon, and when you walkathon wax, you saveth your floors. <laughs> Why, hello there, Kitty, darling. Oh, How hello, are you? Hello. Gee, say, I was just going out for a bite to eat. Will you join me? Oh, I'd love oh, to. Well, come, on. come on. Thanks, Mrs. McGee. Thank you, Mrs. McGee. Hey, wait a minute. I didn't tell you about when I was. Imagine her running out on me. What's the next number, Molly? Mama's gone. Goodbye. Mama's gone. <laughs> okay, take it, Ted.
something about finding a singer. Maybe we can find one, find one right here in the studio. Oh, now, McGee, aren't you pretty optimistic? <laughs> what do you mean, optimistic? <laughs> well, look at Major Bowes. He's been at it for years, and he's still looking. <laughs> Besides, you're no judge of singing. Oh, I ain't, ain't I? Why, I'll always remember the time three of us fellas up in Bangor, Maine, formed a quartet that was famous for miles around. How could three of you form a quartet? Well, one of the boys, old Ket Kettering, worked in the clothing store, and every night he'd sneak one of the dummies out, and at that time I sang both tenor and baritone, and I'd double for the dummy. <laughs> Why, shucks, nobody would ever found it out if old Ket hadn't pulled a dumb stunt. What did he do? Well, we got through singing a concert one night, and Ket says goodnight to the dummy and throws me into the basement window of the store. <laughs> it was Saturday night, and I couldn't get out till they unlocked the door on Monday. Well, uh, what about the other dummy? Or, I mean, uh, what about the dummy all this time? Well, sir, I never did figure that out. I was working at the city hall then, and they say that dummy sat at my desk all day Sunday. <laughs> I thought it was a gag till I found a check for overtime at the end of the month. Say, excuse me, Pipper, but who's going to sing tonight? We were just talking about that, Ted. Can you sing, Ted? Certainly. The only reason I don't is that it keeps two other people out of work. Two others? Sure, a singer and his agent. Oh. <laughs> well, say, let's hear you sing something, Ted. Maybe uh, it looks like rain in Cherry Blossom Lane. Hmm? All right. Arpeggio, O'Brien. <clears throat> it looks like rain in Cherry Blossom Lane. The sunshine of your thrill stays away. Hold it, hold it. (laughs) Thank you, Theodore. (laughs) Not bad, huh? Never took a lesson in my life, either. (laughs) I think you underestimated yourself, Ted. If we let you sing, we'd all be out of work. Gee, (laughs) am I that good? (laughs) Well, you're that. (laughs) Is there anybody in our audience tonight who can sing? Days, they all uh, You needn't be looking any farther, me boy. Just me own sweet Irish voice and the accompaniment of Mr. O'Brien that'll be thrilling us from course. Just, just a minute there, bud. Just a minute. We'll give you a chance to sing, but uh, what's your name again? Hennessy is the name. Patrick Jaws of Hennessy. What's your occupation, Mr. Hennessy? McCushler, I'm an officer of the law. Me father was also an officer of the law, and me by Michael, too. Heavenly days. Three policemen in one family. <laughs> Must be those three-star Hennessy's. <laughs> Don't you get it, Molly? I says it, it must... ain't funny, McGee, but it was. Oh. <laughs> I'll pour it back. All right, Hennessy. Will you sing a few bars if it looks like rain? And I will up? not. And what's the matter with a fine old Irish ballad? Rose of Tralee, me wild Irish rose. Rose of Killarney. Oh, if everything is roses in Ireland, why did you come over here? Well, we wanted to plant them in a pot, Mavourneen, but we didn't have one over there. <laughs> me wild Irish... No. Me wild Irish rose, the sweetest floor. Hold it, hold it, it Hennessy. Well, what's the matter now? Well, now listen. We want you to sing It Looks Like Rain in Cherry Blossom Lane. Yeah. You see, Pat, we want everybody to sing the same thing for purposes of comparison. All right, then. All right, O'Brien, me fine bucko. Play. 
it long like rain in cherry blossom lane the sweetest flower that grows my wild cherry blossom rose Hey, how about me? Oh, are you a singer, Mr. Wilcox? Who, me? Why, I'm practically engaged to Sweet Adeline. <laughs> <laughs> Ever sing a cappella, Harpo? How's it go? Well, I'll tell you. <laughs> you try a few bars if it looks like rain in Cherry Blossom Lane. All right. All right, Bones, a little accompaniment for Harpo. It looks like rain uh, in Cherry Blossom Lane. But don't mind that, folks, because wet and muddy feet won't hurt your floors if they're protected with Johnson's Wax, the protective polish that... Harpo, Harpo, Harpo. Go sit down, Harpo. All right, all right. You're going to play favorites, eh? Yes, and I always play favorites right on the nose. You catch Oh, is that so? Well, let me tell you, you can't get away with... Oh, gentlemen, please. Mr. Wilcox. Aren't you ashamed and you so much larger than McGee? Oh, that reminds me. You save up to one-third on the larger sizes, folks. <laughs> Your nearest dealer will tell you... Harpo. Okay, pal, I can take a hint, I guess, but one of these days the work is going <laughs> Who's next, Molly? I think we better try to get... Please, please, can I try it once? Please, can I please? Oh, hello there, little girl. You sing? Hmm? I says, are you a vocalist? That isn't what you said the first time, Rebecca. <laughs> <laughs> it amounts to the same thing. Sasha? Huh? Hmm? I, ain't you pretty young to be auditioning for radio jobs? Well, gee, my music teacher says the future of American music is in the hands of the rising generation, and that's me, Rebecca. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, well, I guess you are at that. <laughs> hmm? <laughs> I says for a minute I didn't know whether you were a midget singer Or one of singers' midgets <laughs> By the way, who is your music teacher? My music teacher? Yeah Professor Cantata Oh, Professor Cantata sure. I know him Great fellow, the prof Why? Well, for a lot of reasons, sis hmm? I says he's a great fellow for a lot of reasons A, he's ambitious B, he's benevolent C, he's colossal. D, he's determined. E, he's eager. F, he's fatherly. And G, is he bully. <laughs> H, he's handsome. I, he's industrious. J, he's... Henry? Uh... Yeah, he's... No. Jolly. K, he's clever. L, he's lovable. M, he's musical. N, he knows his business. You get the idea? Yeah. And O, he's awful. P, he's a pet. Q, he thinks he's cute. R, he's rough. S, he's a star puss. And T, U, V, W, X, Y, Z, I don't like him. So there. <laughs> We don't seem to be getting any place, Molly. Let's try a few more and see Hi, what... Hi, man. Hi, you both. Heavenly day, Silly Watson. Hi, Sil. Are you a singer? Yes, I reckon so, please. <laughs> what kind of a singer are you, Silly? Well, I'm a scat singer, man. Oh, say, that's something, Molly. Sil's a scat singer. Yeah. <laughs> what breed, Sil? Tom Scat or Alley Scat? <laughs> well, just, uh, just scat, please, you know. 
best was in New Jersey, yes, I got eaten by all them great big old mosquitoes. Get eaten, get eaten, get eaten, wah, wah. <laughs> Did you want to try out tonight, silly? No, ma'am, I didn't, but I think I know where y'all can grab yourselves off real good, your little tenor, ma'am, if you're all interested. Why, of course we're interested, Sil. Perry Como won't be with us for a while, and we got to have somebody. Yes, I thought so, too, boss. Uh, say, where do we get in touch with this singer, silly? Well, ma'am, at the nightclub where I wait in the table, they got a real good singing boy, please, ma'am. Mm, what nightclub you working at, Sil? The Whistle Vista Nightclub, please, sir. Uh -huh. I sure would like y'all to hear this little singer. Well, that's mighty fine of you to take an interest, Sil. We'll be right down there. And if we hire this fellow, Mr. Johnson will give you $5. Get a cab for us, Sil, will yes, you? Yes, sir. Excuse me now, please. I gotta go. Uh, come on, Molly. Let's beat it down to the cafe. I'm hungry, too. Well, uh, don't eat at a nightclub, dearie. It's too expensive. Well, maybe I can get a hamburger or something around here before we go. Hey, Ted. What's on your mind, Fibber? Say, uh, Ted, do you know where we can get a hot dog around here any place? No, but Elmo and the boys can dish you up a little weenie, weenie, weenie. Swell. <laughs> Take it, Sam. Johnson's new creamy white furniture polish is the kind of polish you have always wanted. It's easy to use, gives an exquisite satiny luster to your furniture, contains no oil to collect dust and finger marks, and both cleans and polishes. Be sure to try Johnson's new creamy white furniture polish. to get them brakes fixed. <laughs> How much, driver? Well, to tell the truth, buddy, I forgot to pull the flag down on the meter. But I make this trip often, and it runs around three bucks. It what? Runs around three bucks. Well, let it run around a little longer. Here's 50 cents. <laughs> well, come on, Molly. You crowded tonight, doorman? Yes, sir. Well, open the door for us. 
And I'm sorry, ma'am, you're not dressed. I'm not dressed? Why the very... Uh, McGee, did you hear what he said? Well, I, I think he means we ain't dressed warm enough. <laughs> Probably an air-cooled joint. Is that right, bud? No, sir. Oh. I mean, patrons of this club must be in formal clothes. Well, for the... Info- well, high hat, huh? If you prefer, sir. Although a derby is de rigueur with a black tie. <laughs> I told you were silly to wear that yellow tie tonight, McGee. Okay, bud. Okay, it's no epidermis off of my proboscis. We'll go someplace else where they know how to treat members of the press. Oh, the, oh, the, oh, the press. Well, well, well just, just a minute, sir. Maybe you better go right on in. The head waiter will talk to you anyway. No, we don't want to go in now. I know when I ain't wanted. But, McGee, we want to hear this thing. I, I, well, I'm sorry, sir, but you know how it is. I, I'm just doing my duty, sir. It and make no difference. I'm, well, I'm married. I, I need this job. Oh, any children? Yes, ma'am. How many? Thirteen. <laughs> we'll go in. Heavenly days, it's so dim in here I can't see. Oh, well, all nightclubs is dim like this, Molly. You grope your way in and gripe your way out. <laughs> oh, there's Silly Watson now, McGee. Oh. Hey, Sil! Hi, ma'am. Hi, you boss. You sure got here quick. You betcha. Yeah, well, here you is, please, folks. Here's your table. table. Uh, yes, a uh, ringside. Oh, uh, thank you, Silly. Hold me chair, McGee. Why, has it got a leg loose on it? <laughs> no, foolish. I just want you to act like a gentleman. Oh, oh thanks, Silly. Yes, ma'am. You both going to order something while you're waiting? I want a chocolate ice cream soda. Yes, ma'am. Anything for Chaser? <laughs> Got any vintage stuff, Sil? What? Vintage stuff, you know. Oh, oh yes, you sure, you sure, sure have. Yes, we got some real old Brooklyn, 1935, and some, uh, we got some sparkling Cincinnati, 1936, and some AT&T at 150. Well, give me a good slug of root beer. Yes, sir. Well, I'll be back. Heavenly days, McGee. I don't know why people uh, come to these kind of places. I don't see what they see in these places. Oh, well, it's some people's idea of fun, Molly. They come down here with a hundred bucks and try to get away from it all. And they generally do. Oh, look, McGee, there's the master ceremony. Attention, please, attention. Ladies and gentlemen, we now present the second section of our floor show. And if any section of your floors show signs of scratching or scuffing, just try Johnson's Wax to protect you. Awful! Ah, yes. And now, ladies and gentlemen, the Wistful Vista nightclub takes great pride and pleasure in presenting their great little tenor... Clark Dennis! Someone new 
while Will you try to give one little thought to me Though someone else may be nearer your heart Once in a while Will you dream of the moments I shared with you Apart. In love's smoldering ember, one spark may remain, if love still can remember, the spark may burn again. I know that I'll be contented with yesterday's memory. Boy has a lovely voice. Oh, you betcha. His moderato was particularly fortissimo, I thought. <laughs> I told Syl to bring him over to the table here. Oh, here they come. Hmm, nice looking boy, too. Uh, what's his name again? Clark Dennis. Hi, Syl. Hi, uh, This him? Yes, uh, uh, Mr. Dennis, please. This here is uh, Mr. and Miss McGee. Hello, I'm glad to meet you. How do you do? I'm sure, Mr. Dennis. Oh, Dennis. Uh, well, uh, sit down. Where are you from, Dennis? Australia. Sydney or Melbourne? Oh, just call me Clark. No, no, no. no we, say, that was a nice song you put on out there, bud. Well, I'm glad you liked it. Yes, it sure was, Mr. Dennis. Thanks, Watson. Uh, say, uh, we came all the way down here to hear you, Mr. Dennis. Yeah, you betcha, bud. You see, uh, we got an opening on our show. An opening? I heard somebody say there's holes in it a yard wide. <laughs> have trouble with this guy. <laughs> you don't understand, Mr. Dennis. Now, all you got to do is sing one song on our show on Monday night. Well, what show is it? Johnson's Wax Johnson's? Wax Johnson's Wax What is it you put on all your furniture? Oh, a down payment <laughs> No, no But really now, would you like to come on our show? Well, gee, I'd sort of miss this place Oh, don't worry about that, bud We'll supply you with a tank full of cigar smoke <laughs> <laughs> The sound man can clatter some dishes for you Come on, what say? Huh? All right, then I'll do it Where do I sign? Oh, your word's good with us, bud but you ain't asked about salary. Oh, salary too, eh? Why, of course. Is it a deal? It's a deal. Where do I go? Come up to the NBC next Monday night and ask for Fibber McGee and Molly. All right. Thanks, Molly. Hey, I'm Fibber. That's Molly. <laughs> well, that's a load off my mind, Sil. And we're certainly much obliged to you, boy. Here's your five bucks from Mr. Johnson for finding us a singer. Thank you, Mr. McGee. Here's That's the easiest five bucks I ever well, made. Well, uh, why are you taking off your apron, silly? Where are you going? <laughs> I'm going up to see Mr. Johnson up at Racine. I know where I can get him a couple of good comedians, too. Oh, <laughs>
If you have linoleum on your kitchen floor, don't run the risk of spoiling it by floor scrubbing. If you scrub your linoleum, it will soon lose its life and color. Later, it will crack and get bumpy, and finally, it will have to be replaced with a new floor covering. The best housekeepers keep their linoleum bright and sparkling with Johnson's self-polishing glow coat. This remarkable no-rubbing polish seals out dirt, protects floors from wear, and saves you the drudgery of floor scrubbing. Use glow coat on inlaid or printed linoleum, linoleum rugs, rubber tile, asphalt, painted and varnished wood floors. Buy glow coat in the attractive yellow can. And remember, you save money on the larger sizes. Hey, Molly, what was you talking to Clark Dennis about while I was paying the check there at the nightclub? Oh, I was uh, telling him you used to be a concert singer yourself. Oh, oh, you did, huh? Sure, I told him you'd even audition for the Metropolitan. Well, what did he say? He said he didn't blame you. It's a beautiful museum. Museum? <laughs> Good night. Good night, all. This is Harlow Wilcox speaking for the makers of Johnson's Wax and Glow Coat at Racine, Wisconsin, inviting you all to be with us again next Monday night at this same time. Good night. The collection, I'm in my glory from the production Merry-Go-Round of 1938. This is the Red Network of the National Broadcasting Company. This is station WMAQ, Chicago.